Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today on the podcast, I want to share a story about what it was like to experience a sense of freedom for the first time in my life. So I recently got back from visiting my older brother in Dubai. He has asked me to visit him for almost 10 years, but we wanted to make sure that we would wait until the kids were old enough to not only make the long journey, but old enough to be able to appreciate it. So it's been four years since we had seen him, and that is probably the longest time I've gone without seeing one of my siblings. I was so, so excited to go to Dubai, but more excited to see my brother. So when our dad died, things were so complicated, and he never got to fly to see him and to make peace with him before he passed. COVID really prevented a lot for many people. So it was especially important for me to go spend time with him. My brothers and I have gone through some pretty trying times in our lives, and I knew that it was going to be a very special trip for all of us. One thing that happens when a family member passes away is that it reminds us to cherish the ones that we love even more. Not having a relationship with my father for almost 15 years and then losing him made me want to be even closer to my brothers, and not having my mother or father for so many years has helped me to truly cherish the ones that do want to be a part of my life. So you can imagine how important of a trip this was for me. Anyways, for a couple of months leading up to Dubai, my brother would message me and tell me all of the cool things that we were going to do each day, and I got more and more excited. For 10 years, he had told me so many great things about there and how safe it was. I have been lucky enough to have been able to travel a lot in my life, but Dubai would have been the furthest place from Canada that I've ever been. And something very special happened about a month before the trip. I had a girl reach out to me on Instagram for a session, and it took us a little while to actually set a time and date, but we finally did. She had sent her phone number for the session. I had seen that it was clearly a phone number from overseas somewhere, and I had asked her if we could use WhatsApp as I use that for all of my out-of-country clients. Now, I normally never ask what country someone is in, but that day, something made me. And lo and behold, she said she's in Dubai. So my first thought was, maybe my brother told her about me and she was like, you know, a friend or something. But she went on to tell me that she had found me because of the podcast. She said that she had listened to every single episode and felt that she needed to reach out for a session. And I sat there in disbelief. What were the chances that I was headed to Dubai in a few weeks and she was wanting a session? And so when I told her that I was going there, she freaked out. It was adorable. She was so cute. She said she was so excited that I was going to be visiting there. So we agreed to meet in person. And we ended up chatting back and forth, and she told me that she is an expat from Italy, living in Dubai, and working for the Emirates airline as a flight attendant. In our conversations, she told me so many helpful things about our upcoming trip. And the one thing that she told me really fascinated me. She said how Dubai was so safe, and that as a female, you could walk alone at 3 a.m. and be completely fine. I sat there for a very long time, trying to process what she had said. I mean, my brother had told me that it was safe to leave your wallet, phone, or purse out on the table at a restaurant and no one would touch it. And I thought that that was incredible. But for her to tell me that a female didn't have to be fearful of men while walking alone, especially at night, was really hard for me to understand. I kept thinking, what's that like? What would it be like to walk alone at night to my parked car and not have to continuously look over my shoulder? How would it feel to be in a dark parking garage and not have to walk with my keys between my fingers prepared for an attack? 
What would it be like to take the stairs in a building without worrying about being assaulted? Yes, that's where my thoughts went. I've been assaulted too many times in my life and I am always looking over my shoulder and I live on guard trying to protect myself. So I wondered, what would it be like to not feel that fear? Could it really be true? Was there really a place in this world that I could let my guard down? I honestly didn't believe it was possible, but this young, beautiful girl who lives alone over there was telling me this and I was intrigued. I told her that once I got to Dubai that I would message her and we could arrange a time and place to meet. She was shocked and thrilled that I was willing to meet her on my vacation, but I was just as thrilled to meet someone that was guided to my podcast on the other side of the world. How amazing is it that spirit orchestrated all of it? Anyways, the month passed by quickly, and the next thing I know was that we were on a plane headed to the United Emirates. I've been excited for a lot of trips, but nothing can compare to what I was feeling about this one. I knew that it was going to be a very special trip, but I didn't know how special it would be. So we made the long journey over, and the moment that we arrived, it felt surreal. The airport itself was over the top and incredible. The minute we saw my brother, I was so happy. I could feel how happy he was as well that we finally made it over to visit. We had three suitcases and our personal carry-on bags, and we were so exhausted yet so excited that when we got to my brother's truck, we realized that we had left one of the suitcases behind near the escalators. And I was in a panic because the one that was left behind was the one that was full of all the gifts in it for my brother and his girlfriend. I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I can't believe we left it behind. Of all the three suitcases, that was the one that was left? So then my brother starts telling us not to worry. He will just go back and get it. And I'm like, no, it's going to be gone. Of course it's going to be gone. Someone's going to take it. And we were about a five to ten minute walk away from where it was left. So my brother and husband walk all the way back to go look for it. And I'm sitting at the truck with the boys, hot, exhausted, and panicked that all of their gifts were gone. But shortly after, I see both the guys walking towards us, rolling the big suitcase. So for real, no one touched the bag. It was in the exact same spot as we left it. So what are the chances of that? Well, apparently, that's a normal thing in Dubai. You and your things are safe. And that is how we started off our trip, with an almost instant feeling of trust and safety. Again, something I'm not used to. So on one of the days, we went to Atlantis Water Park, and my brother told us we didn't need to lock our personal items in a locker. And he's like, Karina, trust me, no one is going to touch our stuff. I remember thinking, geez, I can't even leave my car unlocked in my driveway without it being broken into. How could I leave my purse, my wallet, my phone, and sunglasses on a chair in the busiest place? So I told him that I would do it, but I jokingly said, okay, you're responsible for our wallets and credit cards and everything else in case something gets stolen. And we were there for a full day, far away from our chairs as we went from water slide to water slide. And each time we would stop in back at our things, all of it was still there. He was right. But of course, there was a part of me that thought, hmm, maybe we were just lucky. So a few days later, we went to another water park and did the same thing. Once again, no one touched a thing. And so one night, we also went to Old Dubai. And you had to take a little boat over there. And it was purely magical. We went to the souk, which is an outdoor market. And the minute that we stepped into it, I felt as if we were truly across the world. The scents, the food, the spices, the gold, 
and all of the souvenirs were just over the top. It was incredible. Now, before we went there, I had watched the movie Sex in the City 2 for maybe the fourth time or so. And if you've seen it, you would know that there's a part where they go into the souk and they get called up to go into this private room to shop for purses. And a friend that had been there had told me that this was actually true and that people approach you to go shopping in secret hidden stores for things like Gucci and Prada. And so I was prepared to a certain degree, but still a tad leery on what could go wrong. So we had a guy approach us in about 15 minutes into our shopping at the gold stores. And I made Nick and my brother's girlfriend go with me and this guy. And my brother stayed with the boys. And so we follow this guy into what seemed like alleyways almost. And we go through these doorways and we went up this tiny sketchy elevator. And we end up in front of this old steel door. He knocks on the door and all of a sudden it opens and we step into this gorgeous store that has Louis Vuitton, Dior, everything that you could imagine. It was really surreal. And there seemed to be a few foreign customers shopping around as well. So of course, I see a purse, of course, and I love it. And I was so into the shopping that when I turned around, I noticed that all the people were gone. So just Nick, my brother's girlfriend and I, and about four local guys that worked there. And I don't really know why, but I started to feel fearful. And the one guy was trying to get me to buy a purse, and I kept refusing. And it was a small store, and so I started to feel claustrophobic in there, and I needed out. So I go, and I try to open the door and leave, and oh my god, it was locked. And all I could think of was, thank god Nick is with us. It was an extremely odd feeling that came over me. And I tried to remember where I was, and that I was safe. I think the one guy felt bad for me because he must have seen my panic and so he offered to give me a smoking deal on the purse that I was eyeing up. And I ended up bargaining with him some more and I finally bought it and the door opened and we left. I remember that feeling when we were let out of the store. It was like I could breathe again. I was so happy with the purse but wow, was that ever a bizarre feeling. And from there, the guy took us to a few more of those stores and the kids ended up coming with us. And it was such a cool and yes, scary experience, but all of us were so happy that we did something so out of the norm for us. Anyways, my older son and I loved the souk so much that we wanted to go back. And so we did a few days later with my brother's girlfriend, just the three of us. And we went back on a mission to shop again. And this time we were fully prepared for the locked doors and the crazy small elevators and the sketchy hallways. And within minutes of entering the souk, we had a guy ready to take us shopping behind closed doors. So he took us to about four shops and I bought one purse. And then I thought we were done, but then he said, okay, one more, and we agreed to go with them. So we go into this tiny hallway and behind this old steel door, there was a store that looked like it was right out of a magazine. I was mesmerized by all of the pretty shiny things when I turn around and I see my brother's girlfriend, but not my son. And I look around and he's gone. And there were no spaces he could possibly go because the store was like 300 square feet. And instantly, I went into fear mode and panic. And so I started calling his name. He is 15 and a foot taller than me with a goatee, but still a baby to me. So all of a sudden, I hear a man's voice saying, Ma'am, don't worry, he's here with us. He's okay. And all of a sudden, this secret door that was like filled with purses just slowly opens up. And I go through it, and there's my son sitting at this table. They've got this felt piece draped over the table. They've got water bottles in front of him, and they're showing him fancy watches. Anyways, needless to say, 
We bought him a cool watch, and I did buy another purse, and we left. And it was such an incredible experience, and we all loved it. But I was a little sad because that's when I realized that that's how I live my life, always on the edge, always guarded against danger. And I'm always hyper aware of my surroundings, and I don't trust a lot of people because I see too much. I am fully aware that living this way is not healthy, but when you have had some of the worst things happen to you, it's really hard to be trusting and let your guard down. But after those slight moments of fear over there, I did let my guard down, and I just relaxed for once. When I would go out in public, I felt that the energy there was different, very different. And let me explain a little bit more about how. When I'm in Canada or the States or really any of the other places that I've traveled to in the world, the energy to me is intense. And the reason is that drugs, alcohol, and pornography are everywhere you turn. And with that comes a very, very low vibration. Over in Dubai, everything is censored. There are no sex shops, there's no online pornography, and there's definitely no drugs. Now, I'm not being naive. I know that it exists, but it is kept so far underground because their punishments are never taken lightly over there. People seem to follow the rules and just go about their business and live. Not once did I see a drug addict on a street corner, and not once did I feel the dark energy that comes with drugs around. Again, not to say it didn't exist, but we went all over the city, and I didn't psychically see it. But here at home, I go to the local Walmart, and I can pick up all the people in that lower vibration. In fact, the day after we got home, I took the kids to Walmart to get groceries, and the instant that I pulled into the parking lot, I felt the shift. I could feel the negativity, and that made me miss Dubai's energy so much. I was back to guarding myself and being on high alert. And yes, this is life. I know I can't escape it forever, but I will say that being able to have that amazing freedom was the greatest gift from the universe. To be able to feel that guard go down and just enjoy going out in public was one of the most incredible feelings that I have ever had in this entire life. That freedom was something that I never knew existed, and I can't tell you how grateful I am that I got to experience it, even if it was just a short time. We had the most magical trip of our lives. It was incredible on so many levels. We got to spend it with my brother, and we enjoyed every single part of it. And right before we left, I had made plans to meet up with the client at my brother's work. And we got to sit and have coffee together and enjoy our conversation, and she was lovely. It was so wonderful to meet someone that has listened to every single episode of this podcast. It meant the world to me. And I'm so grateful that we've stayed in touch and we've become good friends. So I want to leave you all with this today. I wanted to do this episode because coming from a female that has been harmed and assaulted more times than I can count on one hand, I got to feel the joys of freedom like never before. And I'm sure many of you can relate. I'm sure many of you look over your shoulder numerous times to make sure you aren't being followed. I'm sure many of you do hold your keys between your fingers in preparation for attack. Sadly, this is the way some of us must live. But I will say, the one thing that has helped me over the last 10 years is by calling on my angels and guides to always protect me wherever I go. They always give me that icky gut feeling when I'm in any sort of danger. So if any of you ever feel that fear that I just described, 
call in your guides and angels and always ask them to keep you safe and protected, and they will. I want to thank you all so much for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast, and I will talk to you all next time. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at the Divine Messages podcast or at Divine Messages 333. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.